It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, freedom at last. Victorians wait to a new normal as the state reaches 90% double dose. At-home COVID tests for New South Wales students. The fight to prevent outbreaks in schools. A radar device on the garage floor. New techniques in the search for William Tyrrell's remains. Plus an investigation into former lead detective Gary Jubilant. And a driver's nightmare. Torrential rain causes havoc on the mid-north coast. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Fully vaccinated Victorians are waking up to new freedoms this morning with the state set to pass 90% double-dose vaccinations. Most restrictions have been scrapped as of midnight. The Premier labelling today a return to normal. Victoria, like perhaps no other part of the country, has earned these freedoms. That normality that we've all craved, we're able to deliver that. There are no more density limits and both masks and isolation rules have been relaxed. New South Wales Health will begin offering home testing kits to students in an effort to stamp out COVID outbreaks in classrooms. Rapid antigen tests are set to be sent to impacted primary schools. They allow students to isolate for just one week before returning to class with a negative result. A similar approach is about to be trialled in Victorian schools. A radar device used in the search for William Tyrrell has failed to find any trace of the missing boy. Police used the ground-penetrating technology to scan a cement slab poured in the garage of his foster grandmother's house in Kendall after he vanished. But after hours of searching, nothing was found. It comes as police launch another investigation into former lead investigator Gary Jubelin after he gave a radio interview where he spoke about police strategies. The timing of information that's been released is, um, yeah, it's a big coincidence, certain things and the way it's playing out very, very publicly. Legal advice has been sought over concerns he may have breached police confidentiality. The number of Australians choosing to take up an apprenticeship has hit an all-time high with the economy set to benefit. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. This surge will help to fill gaps created by border closures. It certainly will, Jody. It seems with international borders closed, Australians have jumped at the opportunity to learn a new skill through on-the-job training. Despite collapsing to their lowest levels uh, in September last year, more than uh, the number of people taking up an apprenticeship or traineeship has soared. New figures showing the number of apprenticeships jumped from 273,400 in March to 347,000 in July, just 
four months later. The boom coming as Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the pandemic recovery has provided a once-in-a-generation opportunity to prioritise a homegrown solution to the national skills crisis, adding that while foreign workers will continue to play a role in easing labour shortages, new traineeships and apprenticeships will help secure Australia's workforce in the years to come. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken, thank you. A second person has been charged after a Sydney home was destroyed in a fierce blaze earlier this year. A 30-year-old woman appeared in court yesterday charged with destroying property and company after the Bly Park home went up in flames in February. It follows a lengthy investigation with a 57-year-old man also charged in September. Work has begun on a passenger terminal at the $14 billion new Western Sydney International Airport and we've been given our first glimpse of what the finished product will look like. The terminal's expected to accommodate as many as 10 million people a year when it opens in 2026. The Prime Minister will inspect the airport site this morning. Preparations for schoolies are in full swing after this year's event was given the green light by the Queensland Premier. More than 50,000 school leavers in Queensland will be allowed to celebrate on the Gold Coast with the event officially starting tomorrow. Two COVID cases have been recorded in the city in the past week. A picturesque waterfall in New South Wales has turned treacherous. Waterfall Way on the New South Wales mid-north coast lived up to its name after a torrent of water cascaded across the road, giving cars a free car wash. Several drivers passed through the stream of water, which was caused after a sudden downpour. Stargazers are in for a treat tonight with a blood moon set to make an appearance. It last happened in May, but tonight the moon will be glowing redder and for longer. The best time to catch a glimpse will vary depending on where you live. Those on the east coast will get the best show. The collapse of Queensland builder Privium has left some families tens of thousands of dollars out of pocket. Annie Solomon signed a contract with the company in January. She's now $185,000 worse off. We have to start all over again, go back through the banks, try and apply for a mortgage. You know, it's, it's left us in a really bad spot. While many homes caught up in Privium's collapse will qualify for insurance, the Solomons won't because building never began. Privium's CEO has emailed clients saying his company conducted financial affairs with the greatest integrity. Australia is in the grip of a cryptocurrency craze with millions of people now investing in the virtual tender. While some are making a fortune, we're also being warned of the risks. When electrician Sean Mueller first bought Bitcoin, he was scammed and lost his entire $4,000 investment. But the 31-year-old pressed on, teaching himself about cryptocurrencies, making a small fortune in the process. It's all about risk management. I've managed my risk effectively well ever since that time, and the rewards speak for themselves. Sean is one of 3.3 million Australians now holding or trading cryptocurrency. New figures revealing we have the third highest ownership rates in the world, behind Nigeria and Malaysia. It just shows that Australians are very techno-savvy and very interested in adopting different ways of transacting. Of the Australians who have bought cryptocurrency, over 65% own Bitcoin and a quarter hold a coin called Cardano, the highest percentage globally. While cyber currency can be used to pay for airfares, hotels, pizza, even coffee, most hang on to their coins, hoping to get rich. My message is 
don't invest in currency, it's generally not a good investment because it's speculative. The prices go up and down. There are thousands of cryptocurrencies worth more than $3 trillion, but nobody knows which ones will last. It feels very real for me, but do I consider myself wealthy? No, considering some other people I know who have made hundreds times more than I have over the years. Sean's cyber side hustle pays way more than his day job, and he's treated himself to a new car, paid for with Australian dollars. Jackie Quist, 7 News. Aldi has announced an urgent recall of two products nationally over a listeria contamination. The recall affects the Snackers Market Cheese and Crackers and Cheese and Pretzels products with use-by dates up to February 3. Shoppers are being urged not to eat the snacks and to return them for a full refund. It comes just days after a similar recall for products sold at Woolworths and IGA. Some Melbourne restaurants are so short-staffed that they've resorted to robots to serve food. Businesses have been forced to cut back opening hours or offer bonuses, with thousands of jobs still vacant. The future has arrived. Here I am. Robot waiters are in demand, making up for a shortage of hospitality workers. The robot is a convenience and is a, is a help for the labour issue. It's a real battle in hospital for to get anyone um, in different hours or the weekends. The Prime Minister is calling on Australians to get to work this summer. He says by the end of the year, the country could recover 280,000 jobs that were lost during lockdowns. The jobs are there now and we want to encourage people to go out and take those jobs. Many Melbourne restaurants and bars to operate on reduced hours because they can't find enough staff. Operating in the city, lunch hours, they're very unpredictable now. JNS Robotics has so far imported 50 robots from China in the past year. They cost just under $1,500 a month to rent or up to $24,000 to buy. The restaurants will soon be using robots to do more than deliver food. There are plans to import machines that can clean and even cook. Asian restaurants, they are using wok. A lot of pain in on the, their joints or their shoulders. Giving staff a chance to recharge their own batteries. Sarah Jones, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading slightly down this morning. The Nasdaq is higher. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell, but the All Lords finished higher, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,863 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 78 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.78 US cents, 83 Japanese yen, and a dollar three New Zealand. Travis Scott and organisers of the Astro World event have been named as defendants in a lawsuit seeking more than a billion dollars for loss of mental health and human life. The family of Axel Acosta Villa, one of ten people who were killed during a chaotic crowd surge during Scott's performance, are among 125 plaintiffs suing the rapper. Drake and Apple are on the list of defendants. Prince Charles and Camilla have visited the Al-Azhar Mosque in the Egyptian capital of Cairo as part of their four-day tour of the Middle East. The Duchess of Cornwall looked elegant in pink for their second day of outings, during which they met with the President and the First Lady. The trip, which was originally planned for March 2020, is their first since the pandemic. 
Naomi Osaka has joined a growing list of tennis players voicing their concern for Chinese talent Peng Shui. Osaka says she hopes the 35-year-old is safe and well. The former number one doubles player has been missing since she shared accusations she'd been sexually assaulted by a top government official to more than half a million social media followers on November 2. Doubt has now been cast over an email sent to the Women's Tennis Association which confirms her well-being. A five-day-old baby girl has survived a horrendous ordeal in Mumbai, found abandoned in a drain. Residents say a group of cats alerted them to the newborn, wrapped in cloth, and she was quickly taken to hospital. She's now in the care of police who are working to track down her parents. Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, has opened up about son Archie and daughter Lilibet's cute Halloween get-ups in a teaser shared ahead of her interview with Ellen. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. The full interview will air in just a few hours. That's right, Jody. This is Megan's first big interview since that bombshell sit-down with Oprah Winfrey eight months ago. This interview with Ellen seems quite different, light and cheerful. It doesn't appear that there'll be any major uh, royal revelations. Megan's speaking about how her and Harry dressed up in Halloween costumes to go undercover and party when they were first dating and what they did for Halloween this year as a family in California. We wanted to do something fun for the kids and then... The kids were just not into it at all. Archie was a dinosaur for maybe five minutes. Not, no, not even five not minutes. Not even five minutes. He, he put, finally, Harry talked him into putting the head on. Um, but Lily was a skunk. She was a little skunk. It was so cute. I know, like flower from Bambi. So this interview probably was months in the making and I'm sure they spoke about it ahead of time. They are good friends, Ellen uh, with Megan and Harry. Uh, that's them there uh, in California where they moved after quitting the royal family to take a break from the spotlight. This interview will go to where in the next couple of hours here in the US. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in LA. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To sport, and Aaron Finch wants to remain Australia's T20 captain for their title defence at home next summer. Finch has revealed he played much of the triumphant tournament with an injured knee after rushing back from surgery. Matthew Wade was also half fit for the final, playing with a side strain. Our T20 stars get a break before the Big Bash begins on December 5. The coverage is on 7. Richmond superstar Dustin Martin has surprisingly been flagged as a possibility to be the club's next captain. The media-shy Martin is one of a few names being floated to replace current skipper Trent Cotchin. A lot of the time when I got into the system, it was more the rah-rah-rah, someone who's very outspoken, um, can grab a team and speak for them, but uh, I think it's changed. It's more about that empathy. And 7 News understands Carlton won't receive draft compensation after Liam Jones retired for refusing the COVID vaccine. Titans and Maroons enforcer Tino Fa'asua Maliawi has confirmed to 7 News he's spoken to Wayne Bennett about joining NRL expansion club The Dolphins. 
Yeah, well, I think it's you know tempting for anyone. You know, he's the he's the world's you know one of the best coaches in the world. It's good, it's good that they got another club there, and it's um it's good for the young people coming through. They got another opportunity. The Eels have lost another key forward with Isaiah Papali'i to join West Tigers on a three-year deal from 2023. Not many would have expected Nick Kyrgios to back Novak Djokovic's anti-vaccine mandate stance for tennis players, least of all the world number one. The pair have famously feuded over the years, with Kyrgios labelling Djokovic a tool over flouting COVID rules. So the Aussie star's support this week came as a shock. Uh, that was unexpected, <laughs> knowing uh, what was coming from him towards me in the last last couple of years. The freedom uh, of choice is uh, essential. Djokovic will face Alexander Zverev in the semi-finals of the season-ending $10 million ATP finals. Supercars legend Craig Lowndes is intent on making sure Jamie Winkup gets the farewell he deserves at the season-ending Bathurst 1000. The pair won three straight titles at Mount Panorama between 2006 and 2008. Bathurst will be the seven-time Supercars champion's last race as a full-time driver. I know what that's like. You know, 2018 was my one uh, with Steve Richards and that turned out really good for us. I want to give basically Jamie a good car in the right place and let him run at home and, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Our live Bathurst coverage begins on Friday, December 3, with this weekend's Sydney Supernight coverage also on 7. And the Bathurst 12-hour race will return next year from the 25th to the 27th of February on the mountain. Menswear company MJ Bale can lay claim to being Australia's first fully carbon-neutral fashion label. Sheep are raised on a farm in Tasmania where they're fed seaweed to dramatically reduce their methane emissions. And by the end of this year, half of its 67 stores nationwide will be powered by renewables. It's planning to showcase a world-first carbon-neutral suit next year. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are causing showers and storms in parts of WA, South Australia, Western Victoria, parts of Queensland and New South Wales. High pressure is keeping much of inland Queensland, northern South Australia and in the Northern Territory clear and dry. Around the capitals today, Brisbane, mostly sunny, heading for a top of 29 degrees. Sydney, a few showers, heading for 28. Canberra, a shower or two, 20 the top. Melbourne, 18 with a possible shower. Hobart, 17, a shower or two. Adelaide, a shower or two, heading for 22 degrees. Perth, partly cloudy, a top of 24. And Darwin, a shower or two and a possible storm, 35 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 19th of November.